Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. What's up, boo? <laughs> That's my new um, way to start the podcast off, just so you know. Really? Yeah. You ready to do this I today? Don't know. We are having to kind of do a little bit more batch recording, which is not. It's a like first. Yeah, not for us. typically we our style. Not. Yeah, but we have to be prepared because we're about to, like we mentioned, be gone for a minute. Yeah, mentioned we're going to be launching our firstborn. So if you guys want to be in prayer for us over this new season of surrender and trusting God, and mm-hmm. yeah, we would appreciate it. I mean, it's launching, but at the same time, it's only for a few months, and then gone again. Yeah, but it's not. I, I feel. I feel like you. You have that in your mind, and I'm like, no. Like this. This is. This is launching. Mm. Like for sure, this is launching. Okay. I mean, I don't know. We, we just got to trust Jesus. This is the saying. first time, so I don't know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. You remember how it was when you first launched? It's like you're gone, and then you come back for a hot minute, and then that's it. Yeah, and, and then gone. I was gone again. That's I was what, like, but that's what I'm saying. I love, I love you, fam, but <laughs> I've been on my own. I'm, I'm on my own now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is what happens. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, I got this. I'm ready to, to then you take had, on the world. You had me in your tractor beam. So Okay. You did? <laughs> so. First of all, I didn't know I had a tractor beam. <laughs> Second of all, that might have been reversed. Who had me? Oh, um, that's right, I did. Okay, All thank right. you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we're so happy to be with you guys today. We're going to start off today just like we do every single time with a, with a review from one of you mm-hmm. guys. This one is from Dingo580. It says, Road of Redemption. My wife and I are currently walking a similar path and have experienced the mercy, grace, and love of the Lord God Almighty and have witnessed miracle after miracle. We love this podcast, and it has been very inspirational for us. Praying for you guys and thank, thanking God for y'all. Keep it up. Sweet. I love that. Yeah. We love, love, love to hear your guys' oh, no, stories of restoration and miracles and even how you guys just tolerate our very unedited. I wonder if it's from Australia. Because Dingo? Yeah. Really, baby? What? Okay. Is Whoever it, this is, if you're from Australia, I DM wonder if it's me. From Australia. I did just get a, a, a DM from somebody in Australia. There you go. The day. Maybe I should ask them. When you read that DM, did you read it in an Australian accent? A little bit. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Listen, guys, I'm not saying I do accents well, but I do have many of them in my head. Well, I like to say that I do accents well, but I'm not saying that's true. I think you, I don't know. I mean, according to like an accent guru, what do they call it? <laughs> Accentologist? I don't Is know. Is that what they do? I just made that up. Right? <laughs> okay. I was like, is there such a person? For sure, linguistics. Okay, yeah, linguistics. Yeah, yeah. but (laughs) you used to read. This is not on topic at all, but she used to read these books to the kids, and this isn't even that many years ago. Like we would all be upstairs, like laying in the you know in the loft area, right? And she would read this book, and every character had their own accent they were all from different countries it was it's, torture because I, they were but, all over the world but you just like boom 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 just went because i have one phrase for every country in my head 
And I have to go back to that one phrase to remember. I won't tell you what all of them are because some of them is just downright no. Like, (laughs) that's how you remember a country. But it's Mm true. But anyways, Chris from Expedition Marriage and and myself, we could probably go back and forth with some good accents. Yeah. Yeah, no, you could. For sure. Okay. So I feel Mm. like I'm scared to talk about today's topic because I feel like... I feel like we probably have stepped on some toes every episode this season already. <sighs> yeah, it's For not some by reason, design. We just, we just, this isn't by design. No. I think I ranted a lot in the off season. Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't is, know. Is every that- time I started like having a good conversation with you, you picked your phone up. You weren't texting. You picked your phone up to take notes. And you were well, like, yeah. oh, that's good. You know, and I was like. <laughs> okay, side note. <laughs> That is not the sound that it makes when I text, <laughs> but I appreciate the sound effect. Yeah. Well, I try to keep track because, and we try to pay attention to what you guys tell us too, yeah. as far as, you know, things that you guys want us to talk about. And this is something that I feel like I am going to, Brad and, and Chris have a podcast called Not Your Average Man podcast. Mm. And Brad usually comes and brings the fire and then, and then Chris brings the peace Chris brings fire. He what are you no, talking I'm saying about? like you come in like dun dun dun, and then he's like tries to soften the blow a little yeah. bit. I feel like I'm definitely gonna play play the Chris. Today. No, I don't think so. I think it's gonna be okay. the other way around. Oh, really? Okay, let's see. I don't know. Listen, <clears throat> I'm not a clinician, right? Is that I'm saying this right? There's so many words that you're just dropping from all these professions yeah, today. I know. It's yeah, impressive. I'm not. I'm not a clinician. These are things, what we're talking about today is what I, this is, uh, what, like, what's the little, you know, like, this is my opinion. Yeah, this does not represent <laughs> the opinion of, except <laughs> there's no one sponsoring us, so yeah, it is we just. Have no <laughs> so it's fine, I can say whatever I want. Um, no, this is my experience, and then just, you know. And life and experience evidence of a lot of couples that we have worked oh, with. Yeah, I know. And so I would say that this isn't just us generally throwing something off the cuff. This is the reality of what we see on the ground yeah. working with a lot of broken couples Yep. over and over and over and over. So we're going to talk about emotional affairs mm-hmm. and we'll kind of go from there. Why don't you start Let's us see what happens. Okay, yeah. Let's go down. What do you say? Let's go down the rabbit hole. <sighs> Brad likes to make fun of me for various sayings that I don't realize that I'm right. saying. But anyways, okay. that's neither here nor there. So emotional affairs. Mm. Talk to me about what your thoughts are on emotional affairs. <clears throat> do you oh, so, okay. believe that mm. emotional affairs exist? Yes, I I do believe they exist. I never said that. Okay. I'm trying to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I do believe emotional affairs exist. Um, I also know guys, right? Like Caveat, stereotypes coming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I will say this. Like, I don't know. I mean, I say I know guys because I'm a guy, but I'm also like, I don't know these new dudes coming up. Like some of the new dudes coming up, I don't know how they, the way they think is, is, is different. Right. So anyway, what I'm saying is emotional affairs are, are real for sure. 
right? I think that that's probably how the majority of physical affairs start. Correct. I say the majority because um, I don't, you know, because of, of, you know, going out and partying and, you know, just you know, random yeah, people, people, right? Yeah, where people just go out to yeah, specifically so, hook up. Yeah, so that I don't, you know, I mean, yes, there's emotion behind everything. You know, thank you for that comment <laughs> that's coming. I understand that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, not all f- physical affairs start with emotional affairs, right? But I do believe all emotional affairs are are going to physical affairs, Leading that direction. Leading that direction. Right. If, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, hope you are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's someone you know that says like, oh, um, I just found out my spouse has been having an emotional affair for a year or so. A year plus, right? In my head right away, I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, well, no, no, you know what? I'm like, yes, you're, you're probably right. They had them, but there's also physical going on. I don't believe, again, this is me. I don't believe that you can have as a guy, right? Women are wired different, maybe, you know, right? As a guy though, I don't believe that you can have this ongoing emotional affair without any physical, um, you know, without the physical piece happening. So, Statistically, according to the Marriage Restoration Project, it says that 50 to 70% of all emotional affairs eventually lead to physical cheating and sex. Yes. So I would say the thing that we had kind of discussed is I feel like where emotional affairs end up getting discovered is the is the yeah. point of whether or not it leads to the physical Yes. Well, so here's the other thing. Like, okay, if you're maybe... Uh, you know, you're craving connection that you're not pursuing your wife for connection, right? Or your spouse. I'm yes. trying not to keep it only men because we see a lot of women yep. step out on their on their uh, marriages. But so maybe it started with, you know, I have no connection with my spouse. He or she doesn't understand what I do at work. You know, I'm at work, so I'm working with this person all the time. We have these inside jokes, blah, 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 right? It just kind of grows from there. Maybe that's why it starts. But I would speak for myself as a man that at a certain point, (laughs) there's a goal behind that emotional affair. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't see it as a man, right? Maybe you're not like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. But the more you connect... The more you want to connect. The more you want to connect. <laughs> right? <laughs> as, a, as a guy, like, I mean, it's, I'm not trying to be like, you know, generalizing or, or being crass or no, anything like that. No, because there's a but lot it's of like, women that pursue as, after men. Yeah, but as a man at a certain point, like, even if you're in a healthy marriage, like, as a man, you want your wife. You know, and that's not why you have an emotional connection with your wife, but that's a benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, if you're having this, you know, emotional affair, at what point, like, are you just there to get some kind of affirmation? Maybe at the very beginning, 
But then after a little bit, no. If you sat down and looked at what you're doing, you are 100% trying to go to bed. You're heading a direction. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not just this platonic, you know, emotional affair. If that, you know, I don't, whatever. Yeah, because I think just if you look at the relationships of people in general, you're exactly right. You know, where you're investing your connection Mm -hmm. eventually leads to more connection. So, you know, you are, if you are struggling in your marriage, like I think our biggest encouragement here is recognizing, (laughs) man, if you're in this danger zone, right, of an emotional affair, Mm -hmm. um, I would just encourage you so much right now to like see it for what it is, right? Because if you continue to invest emotionally, yeah. In someone other than your spouse, you are headed a direction. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Look, and, and I'll go back, like, you know, inside jokes for people you work with. That's. It's normal. That's normal. That happens. And you do make connection with people that you work with. You know, I don't, I've never worked in an office office setting. So I'm assuming though all those people make connections too. I don't know. But you, you know, eventually. Yes, people make connections. You're making connections, right? <laughs> And, and funny things happen or stressful things happen and everyone, you know, gets through it together. And then, you know, you have your little, you know, cake for someone's birthday, you know, whatever it is, right? Like, so you, there's connection at work and I I don't think that that's a bad thing, but are you, when you get home, are you sharing anything with your spouse, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, this funny thing happened at work. Let me help, you know, let me explain it to you. And, you know, I hope you find it funny if they don't find something funny, you're probably not connecting really like I, so for me and you, right. When I come home from work and I tell you something that happened at work, that was, that was funny, right. You get it. Mm -hmm. But also it's because that's not, I talk about what we do at work all the time. Yeah. Like you, you know, you know, names, you know, your guys personalities from a certain point, you know, and, and you, you know, all I those think things. I know names, but then you interchange first and last names. And so then I don't know, but it's still names. <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, you're, it's not the first time I'm telling you something. Right. right? And just and so, in general, you try to include me in that area of your life. Because it's so important because where, I mean, listen, we all have to work, right? When I'm not the lucky one that gets to work from home you know, making, you know, like those remote offices, which I think are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, like I'm not digging, I'm not, uh, um, you know, like digging on that. Yeah. yeah. Digging on that. I'm saying like, those are amazing. I wish, you know, had that opportunity. That's cool. But I have to actually go to work. Mm-hmm. And so where do you, and most people do, where do you spend most of your time throughout the week? Yeah. It's at work. At, I mean, I don't know most of the time, eight hours, maybe 10 hours, whatever. Right. But you're spending a lot of your day. Yeah. Monday through Friday or however long you work there and you're making connections there. That is inevitable for sure. You can guard yourself, you know, doing that. I'm very guarded on, on, you know, communication between the opposite sex with me, like Mm -hmm. very guarded on that. Um, very professional. There's nothing, you know, I don't, not trying to be mean, but I don't really care how your weekend went, you know, like I, and I'm not trying to be mean to that person. Yeah, I think and it's, it's just, like this recognition, right? Like once you're starting to, a lot of times I think emotional affairs start with someone sharing something personal yeah. and then feeling validated 
mm-hmm. and or getting advice from someone of the opposite sex, yeah. you know, like, oh, like that's really rough. Um, you know, you deserve better. Yeah. Or it's it's just, all the classic things that people say when they don't really know what to say. Right. Like, oh, that was a bad thing. Like you deserve better. I, I, those things make me so annoyed and frustrated <laughs> because it's so true. It's like, I don't really know what to say here, but you know what? Like you deserve better. Well, people, like, well, we all, I think in general, we like people to feel good and we want to feel like you help yeah. somebody to feel better. Mm. Right. But it does get to be a really big danger zone, I think. And we're not saying that all emotional affairs start at work, but it's, it's a very good oppor- opportunistic place for it those is. things to yeah. start. And, and ultimately it's, it's where you do have to set some boundaries and guardrails before you're in the middle mm. of those things, right? If you're getting texts from your coworkers of the opposite sex at nine, 10, two 30 in the morning, no. Um, first thing when you wake up, there's a text on your phone yeah. or you are texting someone else. Mm. You are in a danger zone. Yeah. You, you are connected with that person. Even if you're connected with your wife you're, or your spouse, you're, you're still connected with that other person. Yeah. And the lot. more you invest, the more you want to invest. And the more you invest somewhere else, the less you're investing in yeah. where you need to be investing, which is your spouse. And I know we're going to get this thing like, well, when I try to share with my wife or I try to share with my husband, they don't listen or they're not connecting with me. Like what would be your advice on that? Keep doing it. Yeah. Right. So like <clears throat> if you were dating to get married, right, you see someone that you, you know, want to marry, you're going to pursue them. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually the first, like, no, I'm not interested in you. If someone's really interested in it, they're going to keep trying to pursue them. Yeah. Right. Not that's what happened with us, boo. Yeah, no, I'm not like you know, throw out the caveat of like stalker and all that. Like, yes, none of that. Talking about no means no, I get that, you know, I get all those things. That's not what I'm talking about. If you really like someone and you start pursuing them and they kind of blow you off, you're going to keep pursuing them because that's because they're worth the pursuit. Yeah, they're worth the pursuit. Now, you're married, they are 100% worth. The pursuit. Yes. 100%. If it's lacking, it's probably lacking on both sides. It's not 100% one-sided. But also, if you're trying to tell a story at work and your spouse is, like, not listening, you could stop telling them. But I wouldn't, like, you need to work on your communication with them. And you need to keep pushing. Like, okay, well, you tell me about your day. Listen, people in general, love to talk about what they've gone through, right? They, I don't want to say talk about themselves, but that's that's usually what people say, right? Yeah. People love to talk about themselves. So if you don't really know what to say or you're feeling like, you know, <clears throat> they're not listening to me or whatever, just get them to talk about themselves, you know? And then Because you kinda, want to get to know your spouse anyways, and so it begins a conversation. Well, it's an interest on both sides, right? So, like, when I come home, I, well, one, I do text you throughout the day. So I kind of have an idea. I'm not keeping tabs on you, but I have an idea no, of what's going on because I'm, I'm just like, we're invested in generally curious. Yeah. Like, Hey, how's it going? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Um, so, you know, my, if you're not doing that, maybe you have something where you can't text each other throughout the day. My interest when I come home is like, I want to know what's been going on here. Mm-hmm. I already know what went on at work. <laughs> I don't need to, you know, like. 
I, I'm not worried about that. I want to know what's going on here. Now I share with you what's going on in my life too. But first I want to know like, Hey, how's it going? Like, what's going on? What are you guys doing right now? Mm-hmm. Like, is there something I could help with? Whatever it is, but I want to know what's going on or, you know, and usually, I mean, not usually, but it's like, oh, this conversation happened or I did this or how'd the coaching session go? Yeah. You know, I want to know all the things. I'm not going to ignore everything because I want to know everything about you. Yeah. Right. And I care about what's happened throughout the day. I care like the kids when the kids see me, like, I want to know what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Like they, my youngest asked me like four or five times about when I, how's work? How's work? How's work? How'd I'm you like, sleep last night? How'd yeah. you sleep last night? <laughs> I told him today, I was like, hey, dude, you asked me that like five minutes ago. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell him again, but I'm like, literally, I was like, you just asked me that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I want to genuinely know what's going on. And yeah, so and isn't that if, the thing about pursuit? It's like your desire should mm-hmm. be to pursue and to know your spouse. And it's not with the intent of like, well, what are you going to do for me? No. and uh, Yeah, no, it's not. It's, the emotional affair thing is real. I 100% agree with that. I get all that. But the way to like stop or I would say you know, have that boundary of an emotional affair is that you're sharing everything with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Like my connections at home, like that's, that's it. Yeah. You know, my connection is at home. I love what I do for a living. I don't long to go to work. Mm. I don't, I, but when I'm there, like, and if I think about home, right. Cause I can't just sit there all day and be like, I can't wait to get home. (laughs) I can't do that. Right. Like you have to, Everything you do, you do yeah, under you the Lord, right? Right, and so like I'm, I'm clearly invested when I'm at work, but I'm excited to get home. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily longing to be like oh, I can't wait to go to work. Like, yeah, I'm and, not really and, like that. And if that is something that you are listening and you feel that, like that's a that's something that you have to really recognize. Like we are in a danger zone. If yeah. like your longing is to go to work and you are dreading going home, look now, and I'll caveat that too. Listen. I love what I do for a living. Yeah. Love it. You have to be invested in it. If I wasn't invested in it, it, it could be very dangerous, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I love what I do for a living. I love doing all the things, all the aspects of it. And there are times where I am like excited about what's going on. At work. Of course. And you should be. And, and I do want to go and do X or whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? Like I am like, Oh, this will be cool or whatever. Like, let's, let's do this. But I guess if given the choice, I'd be like, well, no, I'd rather well, I stay think back you mentioned or something, stay home. Right. And I think that this is a good, good thing to realize. Like we did a whole episode on compartmentalization. And, and yeah. if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to last season and listen to that episode. But what I have seen you do in a lot of ways is, and I think it is this protection and maybe something that's been happened kind of subconsciously is that you have allowed all of these compartments to merge together more. Mm-hmm. So like even at work, you know, another protection is that you invite your family into that space, right? When you're having conversations, you're speaking positively about your wife and about your kids, right? Cause like that is a lot of times what happens, right? It's like these conversations that are happening and it's like, Oh, like, the constant negativity about your mm. spouse, the constant negativity about your children. Yeah. It's like, no, you have the opportunity to live out your life with someone mm. like wake up in that covenant mindset that says, I am going to choose and love my spouse yeah. today. No one will ever, ever 
hear me complain about my spouse. Nobody will ever. And I don't listen. If, if it's like, well, you should really have someone you talk to, you know, whatever. I don't care. Like nobody, this is me. Nobody's going to hear me complain about you Mm -hmm. at all. I'm not going to sit at a table and complain about something you did. Like, I'm not going to do it. I might not agree with whatever's going on. You know, like if we're ha- like, I like, yeah. no, I don't like it that she does this. I don't like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go to someone else and complain about my spouse. Like you're not going to hear. I cringe when I hear that stuff. And, and everyone right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It doesn't have to be at work. It can be at the barbecue. It could be at this party, whatever. It could be at church. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where it is. But when you're separated from your spouse and you're with other people, like you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You and it, a lot I of mean, times it's, it's women who are, who are demeaning their husbands like they are their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's like acting like everything that they do is like childlike behavior mm-hmm. and it's demeaning. Right. And it, and it really causes you to elevate yourself and bring down your spouse. Mm-hmm. And this isn't saying like that you shouldn't be able to have a healthy space where you have conversations towards growth. No, right? absolutely. But you better be very careful. You better make sure that you are working with someone or with a mm-hmm. couple that has the mindset that you are working towards resolution and growth so that you're not just finding someone who is patting you on the back and no. telling you that you deserve better. I mean, I can probably think of two people that if I was like really irked about something, I needed to talk to them, you know, specifically like bothered by something you're doing. Right. right? I, th- I can think of maybe two people for sure. One maybe two that I would actually go to, but it wouldn't be complaining. Right. It would be like, here's this thing. Like I need to counsel. talk this through. Right. Mm-hmm. And I trust them and they're godly people. And I walk and, you know, I'm, I'm walking this life with them. Right. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that's not, I'm not flippantly or jokingly ever going to speak bad about my spouse that causes that rift Mm-hmm. And then that causes someone to go to someone else, right? Opposite sex, especially, right? We're drawn to that, mm-hmm. right? Like this, like newsflash, you know, God made us drawn to the opposite sex, mm-hmm. right? That is something innate in each of us. Yep. That is a flesh thing. That is something that God's given us. There's a purpose behind it, clearly, right? But that's something that God's given us. So you're going to you're going to always gravitate towards the opposite sex when there's this fracture and you're looking for a connection, mm-hmm. right? A connection that your, your buddy's not going to fill. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they're not telling you something that they need to tell you, or you don't, you know, you're not connected with them. You're not friends with them. You don't love them, whatever it is. That's not anything like that. It's this, this feminine side that men are attracted towards. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's, it's the gentle side. It's, it's all those things. And then you start to compare, well, this chick's cool. My wife. Yeah. Right. Constantly this and that and like blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't care about what I do at work. I try to tell her. She's always criticizing me. She's always criticizing me. She doesn't want to hear anything I want to do. She doesn't want to hear my, like what are, what I'm feeling when I'm going through all Mm -hmm. those things. And so, but this chick's cool. Yeah. Like she gets it. We have fun. She gets it. We have fun. We're always laughing, all Mm -hmm. those things. Now, with that thing, 
this is why at the very beginning I said this, because with that thing, you can't tell me that that guy can have that connection. I mean, maybe, maybe. But for I'm a not, period of time. For a period of time, but not for a year plus without something going on behind it. You can't tell me that. I don't believe it. I would challenge, even if it wasn't like full on sexual intercourse, mm -hmm. but there's something has happened. Yeah. I don't, I seriously, like, I mean, I, I would, I would be very, very, very skeptical if a dude was sitting across from me and he's like, no, I'm telling you hundred percent. It's just been an emotional affair for two years. I, I'm very skeptical mm -hmm. now. I mean, I, I have to believe him. He's mm -hmm. given me no other, you know, no, nothing else for me to say like, no, I don't believe you on this, but I'm very, very skeptical on that. I, I, I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. Right. I just have to take that person's word for, it, but I don't believe that. And it's, it's along the same lines of, of even when people are like the secret, right? Mm -hmm. Like what we had talked about before, like just keeping that secret, like you're even trying to, you're, you know, okay, say you get caught in this emotional affair and it's like, oh, well, you know, we can, we can still, or you get caught in a affair. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're still trying to rebuild and, and like, you know, everything like you you're know, trying to make a bad thing as good as it can. Be. Yeah. You're, you're back together in the house. You're doing all these things, but there's still just something. And it's like that person can't let go of the emotional side of it. Mm -hmm. Why are you reaching back out to this person? Why are you doing this? And then just recently, what, I mean, this turned into a finding out about another affair mm -hmm. or one that never ended. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because of that, yeah, you can say I'm jaded. I am jaded in a lot of things. 100%. I do see the world a lot different than I would say like an average normal person. And I try to work on that a lot. That is something I pray about and try to really try work out. But you could say I'm jaded, but it's because of this. Yeah. It's because of things like this. Right. I mean, there's, there's been two instances in, in, you know, in my experience where someone's saying they want something, they want the good. Right. I want to see the good this. I want to move back in. I want to fix these things. I want to do this. It's like, but I just can't. Well, why can't you? Everything's lined up for you to do it. Why can't you? Well, it's because you're still talking to that chick. You're still texting that or you're still thinking like there's this over here. Mm -hmm. and you don't truly want to let go. And it's because you've dug so far in. Look, God reached down and hit me. Right. If that didn't happen, I don't know where I'd be right now. Emotionally. Yes, I was very connected. Right. And that's going to grow and keep growing and keep growing until you start believing that this is better. Right. Newsflash. Right. There's there's not greener pastures on the other side of the fence. There's not. You think there is. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, no, like I said earlier, like, oh, this chick's cool. She laughs at all the things I do. She thinks I'm really cool. We've connected. She's funny, all this. Like my wife always nagging at me, whatever. And you have this emotional connection with them and that keep, continues to grow. And then you think, oh, well, this is better than home. So I'm just going to stay over here. Like the grass is greener over mm -hmm. here. This is better. It's not better. It's not better. Right now it's different, but you're investing everything and something you shouldn't be. Yeah. And you're walking away from what you had. It's it's very similar to like even even now like uh <laughs> you, you know this just happened to me this morning. So I've been like 
just trying and trying and trying to like get up in the morning, go for a run before the sun comes up and just kind of like, one, it's a discipline thing that I'm trying to really do. Um, two, it's just this, this time, no one's around. And I love that. I hate it when, like, I don't like to work out with people around. I don't like to do those things with people around. That's why I work out in the garage by myself. <laughs> but during, this morning when I was walking out, for whatever reason, it just kind of hit me. And I was like locking the door and I'm like, this is, this is our house. Like, you know, it just kind of hit me of like, no, this is awesome. Like, this is our house, right? I could go look, you know, a few blocks away at some, you know, huge house on the side of a mountain and be like, man, it'd be awesome to live there. It'd be super cool. Is that better than where I'm at? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You it's, get it? it's, like, it's like the reality of learning this, you know, this aspect of gratefulness. We take it for granted a lot. You know, it's like if you walk into your house every day and you say, I'm so grateful mm -hmm. for what God has placed in my life. I'm so grateful for this home. Right. And you wake up in the morning and you look over at your you know, drooling spouse or whatever. And yeah. you say, I I'm so grateful for the opportunity yeah. to wake up next to my spouse. And you will begin to live towards that. And it, but it's not fake. And it's that's, not fake. Uh, no, but if you, if you walk in the door every day yeah. and you tell yourself, gosh, this place is like, why am I here? Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, so, it's so funny to me because it like, even what we've been going through recently, so we've been like car shopping, which, Ugh. Yeah, don't even get me started. It's ridiculous. But Lisa's Lisa's vehicle that she has, it's like getting way up there. It's it's not that reliable anymore. And so we're, you know, like trying to figure all this stuff out. But on that note, right, like the ongoing joke, if you've heard any of our seasons of the podcast, what's the ongoing joke? It's like, I would like X truck. Mm -hmm. Like I want whatever truck it is, right? There is absolutely nothing wrong with my truck minus just just stupid little maintenance things there really like mm -hmm. it's, that you would do with any vehicle mm -hmm. right there's nothing wrong with the truck it's a great truck never been a wreck like the whole Thank thing Jesus. right it's just a great truck it doesn't have all the bells and whistles but who cares it's a good truck this this time that we've done all this stuff i've gone through these emotional like you know you know like peaks and valleys if mm -hmm. you want to call it whatever it is but i did get like drained and frustrated mm -hmm. right and then i was in my truck the other day and i'm like no like this is a good truck there's nothing wrong with my truck right They're like this is it. so i'm gonna invest in making sure that this truck lasts mm -hmm. as long as it can last right now in a marriage we don't invest as long as it can last mm -hmm. we invest till we're done right mm -hmm. till we well, we somebody die. Die. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's the same kind of thing, right? I'm not going to, I'm going to do everything I can. Even if one spouse is only doing all the work, I'm going to do everything I can to invest in my marriage, to get the maintenance, to communicate, to water it, whatever it is. I'm going to do everything I can to keep pushing that, to invest in this, because I want this to last. I don't just want it to last. I want it to grow stronger. Yes. I want it to be better than yesterday, be better than last week. I want that for my marriage. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to do. I'm not going to emotionally involve myself in anybody else. Mm -hmm. Right. 
I don't, I mean. And you know what we mean by that. You know what I mean, because (laughs) yes, I do. I mean, clearly I'm emotionally involved with, you know, I mean, even people we coach. Yeah. Like clearly, like I care about people. Like I'm emotionally involved in that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about opposite sex, you know, full on just. You know, you are, we're talking you're watering uh, someone else's lawn. (laughs) You 100% know what I'm talking about. And if, if your spouse is forcing you to listen to this and you're getting angry, it's because you're wrong. That's it. That's it. Cause you, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah. It is because you are wrong and you believe that you can toe one line and mm. keep the other That's and so you true. can't do that. Yeah. And if your spouse has a feeling about someone that you work with or someone mm. that you're emotionally yeah. investing in and you choose to ignore that, whew, yeah. I, I cannot tell you how many times we have heard, I had this feeling about this woman or I had this feeling about mm. this guy, you know, and, but the spouse just ignored those warnings and it just continues to yeah. go down this line. And yeah. And then they are then paying the price for the fact that they literally broke this good God thing, yep. which was the marriage, you know, and, you know, it's so Emotional affairs, you know, when they are, you know, regardless of whether it Mm. is found out before it becomes physical or not, they have the same level of having to rebuild as a physical affair. 100% does. It has, I don't know if there's any like rating on it, right? Like if one's worse than the other, I think that it, it both produces the same outcome, the same outcome, the scars, the distrust, the, the whole, the, the, the pain. The pain. It produces all of that. It really does. You know, I mean, maybe you can say like, well, there was no, what do they call it? Uh, the soul thing. There soul was no, ties. There was no soul ties. Or that was a brand new term for me like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of crap. I'm like, wait, wait, mm-hmm. back up. What'd they say? Um, <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, cool. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> to become one flesh. That yeah, is, yeah, that absolutely. Um, so maybe there's no quote unquote soul ties, but there's still a lot of damage that comes from that. You can't, you're investing, Mm -hmm. you're investing, right? I saw this thing on Instagram on the Insta streets. (laughs) That's what we're going to keep calling it. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, this, this, uh, marriage account put, um, 21, 20, like a list of 21 micro cheating. And I was like, what in the world micro like <laughs> and brad's like but i'm intrigued uh, yeah, do you, tell you got me <laughs> you got me with the tag <laughs> you got me so i <laughs> actually screenshotted a bunch of them but uh it, it i feel it goes along the same lines of this emotional investment and how our emotional affair and what i really believe the emotional affair lasting i can't put a a time on it but if you have an extended lasting emotional affair there's more going on Mm -hmm. in my opinion right but um like this one is like secretly messaging someone meeting someone without your partner knowing i I don't like saying partner i'm gonna say spouse partner has so many connotations yeah exactly and i don't know what the i'm not even gonna give a shout out to this uh this page because we don't follow it. So I don't even know. I don't know nothing. I'm not going to co-sign this page. Yeah. Know nothing about them. Um, <clears throat> complaining about your partner to the other person or your spouse. Sorry. No. Uh, 
saying things like if I weren't in this relationship, um, flirtatious joking, um, trying to impress someone mm-hmm. you have a crush on, telling someone you're single. Well, that's clear. Um, <laughs> <coughs> sending someone photos of yourself, mm-hmm. having a secret friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Discussing your intimate desires with someone who's not your spouse. Mm, yep. Uh, paying attention to a particular person. What oh. about just like, I, I, I see these things like complimenting a certain that, thing. That was almost the next thing. It was like mm-hmm. always commenting and or liking a person's profile. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, or in person. You or know? in person, like, right? Oh, I love your hair. Or, oh, I love Asking your- someone personal or inappropriate questions. Hoping to make someone notice you in a romantic way, mm. right? Those are, mm-hmm. but that's that's the beginning of an emotional affair. Mm-hmm. But what's the goal? And yeah. I think that's why this all started because I had heard of someone having an extended a, a dude having an extended emotional affair, and I'm like, come on, man. There's no way you're investing that much. First of all, you're you're stepping out like I. You know, I don't know what your relationship with Christ looks like. It's pretty shaky right now, I'm assuming. Like, so you're stepping out on everything, and you're telling me that you've had this extended emotional affair, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your goal? Your goal is to ultimately have the full-on physical affair that you think is going to solve all the world's problems, yeah. and it's going to be the best thing ever. That's what, th- that's what you think in your head. Right, I don't get it at home, so I'm going to get it somewhere. If I invest in this person, like man, this is going somewhere. Whatever, right? Like yeah. that's, but that's what it is, and so that's why that's where I'm coming from with this whole thing. It's like, yes, can it only be an emotional affair? Yes, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, especially the male side of it, at a certain point, the goal of that emotional affair is to get that person in a room by themselves. So they can get connected. That's what it is. Well, I mean, if you think about it in general, like a man's drive for conquer, for conquering, you know, for adventure and conquer. And it's like, yeah, so you're looking towards a goal, right? To accomplish something like there's a, there's an end goal in mind. And, you know, typically men aren't looking to just find um, emotional connection somewhere. Typically not. And that's why I'm saying like, yeah, yeah. And not to say that men don't need emotional connection because you do. Yes. And the, the problem is, is where you are looking for it. And, you know, if you need someone to talk to outside of your spouse, go to a counselor, go to your pastor, yeah, go, absolutely. go to a group, a men's group. I mean, like, well, and that's what I was going to say. Okay. Like speaking specifically for men. All right. Yes. You do need emotional connection. Um, you know, you need that. Mm-hmm. You need that with your spouse. And you need that with other men that can push you to where you should be going. Yeah. Right? That can like it's Hold the you whole, accountable. It's the whole iron sharpens iron thing. But also like stop being so macho, right? Like my best friends, they've seen me cry. I don't care. To that's that's not that's not even a thing that comes into my head. Later we joke about it, right? Like, oh man, the, you know the allergies in that, room, you know, whatever, <laughs> right? Like it's something like, oh, that smoke got in my eyes, and we all laugh about it, but we're just joking about people joking about it, right? Yeah. Like about not crying because, like, yes, I'm an emotional person for sure. I've said it on here. I said it last season. Shoot, I watched Top Gun too, and I got all emotional. I have no idea why. No idea why. <laughs> 
got America. Yeah, I just got like crazy emotional. I'm like, this is crazy, you know. <laughs> I don't know if it brought me back to my child or what. I have no idea, but it just got like crazy. But I, I am an emotional person, and I'm fine with that. And I think that all men should be emotional. You should be able to control your emotions. Mm. That's what we're seeing. Not we're seeing that not happen. Turn on the news. Look at anything you're mm-hmm. seeing where people can't control their emotions. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is truly ridiculous. That's another rant. You know, truly ridiculous. But you, as a man, you do control your emotions. And if you can't control your emotions, that's where you go to get like an emotional affair. You're not controlling your emotions. Mm-hmm. You're, you're seeking somewhere else to have some kind of connect. You're like, you're not controlling yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? My daughter was asking, talking to me the other day about, um, you know, someone had said that she had seen someone say that working out is one of the most spiritual things you can do. And she said it. And then we both started laughing because I was like, yeah, it's, I understand where that, that comment came from, but I don't believe it fully. Right. Mm-hmm. But then we were talking about it and I explained to her, I go, well, here's the deal. I go, if you're doing something that you, that you're, you know, you're, you're, like working out, like you're pushing yourself, right? You're saying no to your flesh. You're denying your flesh. Mm-hmm. You're controlling that, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're controlling that you are saying like, okay, I'm going to not sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to myself. do this. So you're controlling that. So yeah, I, I mean, it can be a spiritual thing you do. Yeah. I totally believe that, but that's a person that can control their say, deny their flesh, control their emotions, doing all these mm-hmm. things. People that just going out, and, you know, if you're married and you're going out and you have all these people that you have, you know, one-on-one text with them, opposite sex, um, you know, inside jokes, you know, the whole, like the or whole Or you're going thing. with your buddies to bars, which also like, is this really where you need to be as like a married person? But then mm-hmm. let's say you go there and then you exchange phone numbers with someone. Yeah, no. Like, or what, what's your intention there? Or like, that's flirting, not like all, all that stuff is. You're pushing yourself to connect with somebody else, and at first it's on an emotional level. I get that, but the whole goal behind it, like, come on, let's all be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, let's all be honest. The same thing with women. Like, let's all be honest. Like, if you're a married woman, everybody and, wants to be wanted. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And so, if someone's showing you affection. You know, I was going to say mentally, not mentally, intellectual <laughs> affection, like mental affection. <laughs> New should, term. If someone's like intellectually connecting with you and then understands, you know, quote unquote, understands everything you're yeah. going through the and emotional all connection. this stuff, yeah. right? Like it's, it's, let's all be honest here. Yeah. Like the, you know what the goal is like, stop. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's it. Right. It took me however long we've been recording it took me this long to say that that's what it is stop lying to yourself mm-hmm. like stop saying well no it's because you know i don't get it i don't get an emotional connection home okay well then fight for that emotional connection home because let's 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 all stop lying to ourselves what are you doing mm-hmm. why are you texting her why are you texting him why are you sharing these intimate details why are you saying these things why are you yeah. giving your dreams away Mm. right like why are you telling them like oh i wish we could i do this i want to do this like these are my why are you giving your dreams away why are you doing all that why because you want the physical Mm. like that's why yeah i let's i mean really 
Yeah. Let's just all stop like playing around with this. Yeah. That's why. And it, it is like innate within us, like the desire to be wanted. Yes. Like it is very, very, very wired within us. And it's a beautiful thing within God's design. Like in yeah, a marriage, of course. man, that's beautiful. Like I love, and I think it's so cool that we've been married for 22 years or 22 and you want me. Yeah. And I want you. Like, that's a really mm-hmm. cool thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, and that that is such a beautiful way that God designed it. But man, outside of the way God designed it. I mean, we're going to have to stop recording right now, first of all. Okay. Calm okay. Down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I think I just want people to understand that I feel that people that get caught having an emotional affair, it's just because they got caught sooner mm. than later. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. Like if you're having an emotional affair right now and you're listening to this and you're getting a little, getting a little worked up, go to the bathroom, close the door, look in the mirror and really stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. You know why you're doing it. You know why you're doing it. Yes. Oh, I'm not getting kid. You know why you're doing it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Like if you want your marriage to be what you think you want your marriage to be, this ideal marriage that you have, then stop investing in everything else and start solely investing in your marriage. I don't know. Yeah. There's a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. That's the challenge for sure. But, and I think that's the challenge no matter what, like you don't have to be an emotional affair. This is just, this is the reality of marriage. Like this is the reality of marriage. If Mm -hmm. you want the marriage that you in your mind, the ideal marriage, yeah. whatever that looks like, it's going to require investment. Mm-hmm. It's going to require dying to self. It's going to require pursuit. And think, I mean, just literally think of everything, <laughs> anything that you want to do, anything, right? You want to lose 10 pounds. You want to gain muscle. You want to run faster. All those things you want to do. What do you have to do? You may have to get up before dawn. And you, you have to put to, your running shoes on and you go outside. Right? Right? You have to invest <laughs> in that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to invest in it to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Right? You want a stronger relationship with Christ? You can't just sit there and go to church. You have to invest daily yeah. in that. Like, God, answer all daily. my prayers. Never do anything other like no. just, just answer my prayers, God. Just you be like the genie to, in the bottle. Yeah. If I wanna if I want to have a really grounded, rooted, strong relationship with Christ, I have to invest in it. It's yeah. not one sided. Mm-hmm. I have to invest in it. And not not just have to, I get to invest in it. I want to invest in yes. it. I want this closer relationship. Like anything you invest in something's going to happen with it. Mm-hmm. If you're investing in someone at work or someone at, at church, mm. someone at thought this isn't just, yeah. this isn't just emotional. Listen, emotional, emotional How affairs many at church. How pastors have fallen? But I mean, not just pastors. Like, yes. I, I mean, this so, is so huge. Gosh, you get yeah. involved in these um, intensely emotional experiences mm-hmm. with other people and it leaves you vulnerable to opening a door yeah. to another intense Emotional yeah. and or physical connection. Like, be so careful. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think I think that's great to recognize, like, that mm. we need to see what we're investing in, recognize the danger zones, mm. 
and then do whatever it takes to continue to pursue and invest in, in our spouse. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week. <laughs>